0: It is March fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. We call that Pi Day, and uh, on on this episode, on this Pi Day episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, you've got to learn to control your Chrome. Uh, check out Monster Boy. Make sure that you bring your mutant ducks with you. Uh, the Nintendo download, Fortnite changes, and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Revolve. switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on tuesdays and thursdays at 3 p.m u.s eastern and on saturday at whatever time i can get to it tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp this episode of switchcraft is brought to you by nika J. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Nuts for Nintendo. Before we get started with the actual show, I want to just take a second and let everybody know there may not be an episode on Saturday, and the reason for that is I have to go out of town. Uh, I've got to work all day tomorrow, and then as soon as I get out of work, I've got to drive for about four, four and a half hours uh, to get to some place, and then the next day I'm going to be working all day for uh, doing at a science conference, uh, a science education conference, and then I got to drive four and a half hours back. So, uh, there probably won't be a show on Saturday. However, I may do one on Sunday, depending on if like there's some huge Nintendo news. I also have the ability to do a show from my phone. Um, I have a, a, a decent little shotgun microphone that hooks up to my phone. And uh, I have the the Anchor app, which it, it, it won't sound as good as my regular show does. But, um, you know, if I end up, if like there's some huge news and I want to talk about it before I get on the road, I'll just sit in my car and record uh, before I leave, then... Um, that'll be why it sounds not great. Uh but that's the reason why there's no show uh on Saturday this week cuz I just have to go out of town and I didn't plan ahead and get a guest on so that we could talk and I could hold on to it until until next time. That being said, let's start off with our first story of today and that is a very very interesting one. This is something I didn't expect to hear about. But it if you think about it it makes a lot of sense. Um for those of you who don't really follow anything that's not Nintendo, this may surprise you, but Google is unveiling their own gaming platform next week. Now, this could this could be nothing. This could be, oh, we're going to make a way for you to stream games uh, on your computer to other, like our Chromebook or something. Like, it could be something as simple as that but it might also be something else it might actually be maybe some hardware uh maybe they i mean google <clears throat> excuse me google has huge huge pockets and they have the ability to uh buy exclusives and get uh get companies to make games for them because they have such deep pockets now you've heard me say a million and a half times i don't like exclusives that being said you know, I like having more people in this space. I like having Google coming in and disrupting the place because that means that Nintendo and uh, uh, PlayStation and my, uh, Xbox, it means that those companies, they have to respond. And usually more competition is good. So I'm excited that that Google is doing a... And some kind of announcement at GDC next week. Why am I talking about it on a Nintendo show? Well, it's kind of weird, but Nintendo is ha- or um Google is adding Nintendo Switch controller support to Chrome. Uh so this is really, really strange. Uh this the the, the real announcement is happening on March nineteenth at 10 a.m. Pacific time uh that would be 1 a um 1 p m eastern time that's my my uh place and actually the 19th i want to see what day that is uh the 19th would be on uh the 19th would be on tuesday the 19th is on tuesday uh so you know if there's huge news and it has anything to do with Nintendo i'll be able to talk about it on um to, next Tuesday's show uh but recently the Nintendo Switch controller uh if you don't know what a commit is this is a programming thing where you you write you write your code on a computer and then you commit it or send it to wherever it's living on a server someplace And somebody named Gabriel found in Chromium, uh, which is like the core of Google Chrome, they found a commit that showed support for Nintendo Switch controllers. Um, Basically, it says right here, the Nintendo Switch Pro controller can be paired over Bluetooth and used as a standard gamepad on desktop OSs. It already exists, like it can already do that. It is currently enumerated in Chrome, uh, which means it's like detectable. However, it's unusable because the mappings of the actual controller itself for the D-pad and the analog axis are wrong. Uh so Chrome is fixing this and making it so that if you hook up your Nintendo Switch Pro controller, then that um what's the word I'm looking for, then that device will work the right way. Now, the only reason for them to work on this is if whatever it is that they're about to announce next week on Tuesday has something to do with Nintendo. Don't think for a second that that means Nintendo games are coming. However, if you can use controllers that you already have with whatever device that you happen to be using, then you can use your your playstation controller with it your xbox controller with it third party controllers with it and of course you can use your nintendo switch controllers with it and you know that means that people have less money to spend on whatever controller that that um that they would want to use they could already use whatever that they have uh, so this is very, very interesting, and I'm very much looking forward with anticipation to what's happening with Google's big announcement next week. And um, unless it directly, um, unless it directly has something to do with Nintendo, I probably won't talk about it on Switchcraft. I'll probably end up covering it on next week's episode of uh, Run Jump Stomp, which is my general gaming thing. I think that this is very very interesting and I am excited to see what Google does when they come into this uh arena. Remember, you know, think back to the console wars between uh Nintendo and um and Sega. You know, they're they're button heads and fighting each other over and over and over again and then in comes Sony just decimates everybody. It's 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 things like that, that, that show that, um, that the, the console or the video game industry is always ready for a big shakeup. You know, Microsoft did the exact same thing. They, you know, uh, it was a competition between Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, and, um, you know, uh, Microsoft came in and with the, with the Xbox One, and it didn't really take off that much, but then the 360 came out and they just decimated everybody. Like, they did really, really well. My my only issue with this is I hope that we don't have exclusives that are only for the Google device or the Google streaming service. Uh, TV says in chat, I don't really think it'll be hardware other than a controller, but a streaming service to compete with Steam. I can see that but I could also see them selling something that, for you to plug into your TV. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I doubt that a Chromecast is going to handle this the right way. Like Chromecasts are $30. They're really, really cheap. And I think it would make a lot of sense for Google to sell a either a, an actual console, which would be bananas, or they would make some kind of... uh device like a low cost device that is just built for streaming things. Um anyway, that that's that's how I look at it. And Res TV also says um or no, Joel Mead24 says business competition usually works out well for the consumer. And I completely agree. Uh Res TV says Chromecast could work. It just needs to decode the H265 video stream and pair to Bluetooth controllers. And while I understand that It also, I I don't think that, I don't think that, God, I don't know how to say this. While I know that the Chromecast could do that, the Gen 1 Chromecasts are just really, really dog slow. And I don't think that you would want to play games with that. It's fine for, for streaming stuff. But, and I'm not saying that the stuff is running on the Chromecast but I don't think that the Chromecast is good enough to have quick enough stuff, if that makes sense. So I'm looking at maybe some kind of Chromecast device. Uh, maybe they'll call it the Chromecast gameplay thing or whatever. I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think? Let me know. There's a bunch of ways that you can let me know, and I'll let you, I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of the show. Buy an Odyssey 2 now and get $82 worth of free games, including Pickaxe Pete. This is very exciting news. Uh... I don't know if you guys have uh, checked out my YouTube channel, but if you haven't, make sure you, you do. or uh, er, YouTube.com slash RunJumpStomp. And when you're over there, I want you to look for a game called Mutant Year Zero. Now, what is Mutant Year Zero? It's this really very interesting uh, turn-based strategy game that takes place in the future and you it's like this top down thing where you control these mutants uh basically the two main characters are a duck and a boar and these guys are wonderfully voice acted and um uh it's a top down strategy game turn based with um i think it has the option for permadeath if you're one of those crazy people uh who likes that stuff uh, sometimes I am one of those crazy people, but that game is, it's called, um, Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden, and it's a really, really great game, and if you've not checked it out yet, you definitely want to check out my first look at it. Uh, I played it on the PS4, the developer had sent me a, uh, a review copy and I really enjoyed it. I need to get back to it and play it some more. I was just talking to a buddy of mine at work and we were talking about, because he loves these turn-based strategy games. And I told him, dude, you have to check out Mutant Year Zero. It's really, really great. The The game, the the world that they have built, uh, it just, it feels real. It feels like uh, it is alive and breathing and awesome and the voice acting and the writing are fantastic, uh, the, the characters are wonderfully voiced, and they, they have hilarious things that they say, like, they'll find a boombox, you know, the old 1980s boombox where you would hold it on your shoulder and walk around in the, uh, on the beach or whatever, like, that kind of thing, and they, they don't know what it is, and they think it's, like, some kind of weapon, so, uh, like they want to take it back and, and, and have it, uh, looked at because it's an artifact and th- you know, there's some, there's some, there's player pro- or there's uh character progression that is, leaves a lot up to the player. Like you can decide how you want to build your character, where you want to put your points that you earn when you level up and you know, that kind of thing. And then the, like when you bring artifacts back to town, you also have like these artifact points that you can use. It's a very very cool game, and the reason why I'm talking about it is because, uh, it it may be coming to Nintendo Switch now. Uh, if you've never heard of GameFly, they are basically like a Netflix kind of service. Before Netflix became like a streaming service, that you would uh, you would say I like this movie and I want to see this movie, and they would mail you the discs, and then you would watch them. You you <laughs> or the or the discs would just set on your. Uh, on top of your TV for months at a time because you never got around to it. Um, but like they would mail you the discs, you would watch your movie, you would drop them back in the mail and mail them back. And that's how Gamefly works. You pick the games that you want and they will they'll mail them to you. And they are not a sponsor of this show. Although, hey, I'd be willing to let them sponsor the show. Um, but, but they're not a sponsor. Uh, but uh, Gamefly has listed... Uh, Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden, for Nintendo Switch. And if there's ever if there's ever a game that I think, or if there's ever a genre that I think would benefit from being portable, it's this kind of it's this genre. The idea that you can take this game with you and um and, and play it when you are out in out and About is just uh brilliant because it it it's always got that like one more turn feel to it which I think is is really really great. Uh the graphics of the game are are they're pretty good. They're they're not amazing, but I think it looks great myself. Like I am a fan of the way that this game looks. They uh they definitely have some decent art in here but it doesn't like jump out at me as something that wouldn't run well on the Nintendo Switch uh, so I, I think that this is definitely something that we would want to see on the Nintendo Switch at some point and um, I o- I'm almost a little bit sad that I have it on the on the PS4 instead of on the Switch because I'm much more likely to play it When I'm on the switch, because I can take that with me, and you know, coming back to my PS4 and turning on Mutant Year Zero, I might be like, "Well, I haven't played it in a while. I can't remember what I was doing." Whereas if it's always with me, then I'm much more likely to uh, to play through it. But if you haven't checked that game out, then definitely check it out. And I, I, you know, fingers crossed that this is actually coming to the Switch because it's an awesome game. And if you already have it based on my recommendation on other stuff, then I'm sorry that I didn't know it was coming to the Switch. So please don't blame me. It's Thursday, and you know what that means? That means it is time for the Nintendo download. Nintendo posts this every Thursday, and I've been posting them over at runjumpstomp.com. So uh, this week's Nintendo download uh, is just the stuff that Nintendo wants us to make sure that we know about. Uh, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, everybody, that just came out, uh, or that's going to be available on March 20th. Uh, Kid Icarus is Star Tropics I've talked about last episode. Th- those are out now. Uh, there's brand new DLC. If you have Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, you can get, pick up the special episode uh, that is coming out. Um, oh, it's available now. And this is the one that adds co-op to the game. Uh, so you can you can play with other people. Other games that are coming out, we've got American Ninja Warrior Challenge on March 19th. We've got Ikari Warriors, which is one of my favorite arcade games, uh, is also coming out. Uh, Bad Dream Fever, Blood Waves, which is some kind of uh, third-person shooter, is available uh, tomorrow. Also available tomorrow is a game called Dungeons and Aliens. Uh, Then there's Bond of Skies, Dusty Raging Fist, Fate Extella Link. I feel like I've heard of Fate Extella before. I'm going to click on that, let's see what exactly that is, because uh, Fate Extella, I feel like I've heard of that. Is that a game that was on the 3DS? I believe it might be. Uh, Servants from across across the Fate series have come together to battle a new sinister threat to Seraph. Fully loaded with new elements, Fate Extella link, never-before-seen Servants fresh scenarios, polished graphics and refined gameplay. Well, that doesn't really tell me anything. That comes out on the 19th. <laughs> this one, this one I had to double check because I was scrolling through the screenshots that they showed uh on the on the press release website. And there's a sel- there's a solitaire game in there. Like an actual honest to goodness real solitaire game um on the Nintendo Switch. It's called Free Cell Solitaire. It looks like you're playing it from a from the PC. It costs $5. Uh, just seriously, people, just go buy a pack of cards. You're better off just buying a pack of cards. Uh, this, I don't know, my daughter plays Solitaire all the time on her phone. Like she, that's the one game that she plays all the time is Solitaire. So, that comes out on, uh, oh, I think it's already out. Uh, we've got Joe and Mac Returns, uh, the demo of Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. That is a game that I've played before. Now, I have a first look at this game over on my YouTube channel, and it did not grab me at first. This is a game where when I first started playing it, I was like, I'm just kind of bored. Uh, the The whole way that this game works is that basically you're this kid your uncle gets a magic wand and somehow turns everybody into animals you get turned into a pig with a with like a an eye patch like Nick Fury if he were a pig and uh, you have to go through the world and um, try and undo the the harm that your uncle has done and along the way, you pick up the ability to turn into other things like a lion and a frog and a snake uh, and a dragon. And I'm, I'm currently at the point now where I can switch between pig and snake, but I haven't played in a while. I played when I first did my, my first impressions of the game, I had only played up to the pig part of it, and I was really bored. Uh, after I got the snake part, things started to get better. And I assume that what's going to happen is as I progress through and play as the frog and the lion and the dragon, that's going to allow me uh, more options and it'll make the game a lot more fun. I don't know how a demo for that game is going to work really because the game does not put its best foot forward. So I hope instead of just putting the first um like the first level of the game on there, I I hope that they I hope they make a, a demo that kind of features what it's like to play as all of the characters. In fact, what I wish that they would have done, you know how in, in uh in Metroid Prime, you start out and you've got all your stuff. And then you get like, uh, you know, something happens. I can't remember because it was a billion years since I played that game, but something happens and all your stuff's taken away and you have to go back down onto the planet and find all your stuff. I would love it if this game started out like that, where you had the ability, it wouldn't make any sense for the story, the way that the story's set up, but if you had the ability to see what's it like when you have all of these powers I feel like it would be a lot more appealing to people. Uh, But anyway, there's a demo that's out, so you can check that out. Um, Motorsport Manager for Nintendo Switch, whatever. My Jurassic Farm, uh, Not Not a Brain Builder, Rico Super Kickers League comes out on the 20th. Symmetry comes out on the 19th. Teddy the Wanderer is out now. Red Strings Club is out now. Turok comes out in four days. I've talked about that before. I'm excited and definitely going to check it out uh Twist and Match is out now and Unit 4 comes out on the 15th so that's tomorrow as well it's this cool looking pixely kind of looking game uh it's it's really I, I like the the overall appeal of the how do I want to phrase it of the looks of the game it's by Cubic Games and it it's you know you're these it looks like you've got these four dudes So maybe it's like four player and it's a platformer, you know, and and I like platformers like that. Like one of the guys looks like Mega Man, uh, which is really cool. Uh, Another guy can grapple. Anyway, I think it's neat and almost a little bit reminiscent of what the hell is the name of of Super Mario Brothers 2, where you've got the different characters which can can jump different. Uh, But that comes out on the 15th. I haven't played it yet. I've just watched the video. Uh, I think it's very cool, and Res TV uh, is said something that that I I was gonna I was gonna wait and talk about this when it was official because I heard it was just a rumor. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Lloyd, and that is that Behemoth is teasing that they are bringing, uh, Castle Crashers to the Switch. Now, what I've seen is a, a drawing of four Joy-Cons, and the four Joy-Cons come in the four colors of the four players in Castle Crashers. Now, if you've never played Castle Crashers, it's this uh, basically online, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be online, it can also be local co-op, but it was a, a game where you could play with other people, uh, side-scrolling up reminiscent of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that kind of thing uh very very old school style game it came out on the Xbox 360 and it it was huge it was huge on the Xbox 360 very very popular game and uh i i'm looking forward to to playing it so far all we have is that drawing i think that's pretty much confirmation but i i i want to see them actually say here's here it is running on the switch and this is when it's coming out uh before I, I talk about it. But uh right now that's the tease and uh I'm looking forward to to playing that. I don't want to spend too much time on this next story. Uh there is a change to Epic Games announced that they in their patch notes that they changed the way that Fortnite matches you up with other players. Up until now, it's been that if you play on a console, that's not true. Up until now, it's been that if you're playing with a controller, they match you with other people who have controllers, which is great. So if I'm playing on a PlayStation, then I might be matched up against people on Xbox and on Nintendo Switch. The way that... Um, Epic Games just made a change to the way that cross-platform uh, pools work. Pools being the player pools that they can pull from. And uh, here's the patch note. It says, Battle Royale cross-play matchmaking uh, combined Xbox One and PS4 pools. Uh, so this means that if you're playing on PS4 or Xbox One and you've opted in to use cross-play, which you should if you want more people to play with, uh, then you're going to be matched up against people who are either on Xbox or PS4. That makes sense? Hopefully. Uh, then they said uh, players opting out are restricted to creative mode and playgrounds. So this means if you're not opting in to crossplay then you can't play the battle royale mode unless you're in unless you're in creative mode or playground. So uh no battle royale for you. You've got to turn that on. All right. Then it says combined mobile and switch pools. So now if you're playing on Switch, you are now going to possibly be matched up against people who are on their phone playing. Um, they said, uh, where it says before switch players were combined with Xbox one and PS4 crossway parties. We expect an on average better per game experience for both mobile and switch players. Okay. So first off, I don't know that I agree with that. Uh, I expect it to be a wonderful experience if you're playing on the switch and you're up against somebody who's using touchscreen controls. And you just destroy them. Like that makes perfect sense to me. That'd be a great experience for me. I'm gonna win all the time. Um, it seems like a horrible experience for people who are using their phone to play, which I bet you that there's a lot because that's like the number one game on mobile right um, or at least it was, you know, last time I looked. I don't really look at mobile games very much. Um they said that the motivating factor here is to unlock optimization potential, allowing us to run more playlists during more hours of the day while supporting more data center locations. Okay, fine, that's whatever. Why is this good for Switch players, other than the fact that they're going to be able to rough, uh, run over uh, people on their phones? Because it kind of sucks when you're playing on the Switch and you've got 30 frames per second... And you're up against people on the PS4 or the Xbox One or the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X, and they've got like uh, 60 frames per second, super buttery smooth gameplay, and you're playing on the Switch, which is a, you know, admittedly underpowered system, and they outplay you just because they have a more powerful hardware. That kind of sucks. But now it seems like that's what's happening to the people on mobile. So. I think that this is good for Switch players who don't want to get outplayed by people simply because they're on more powerful hardware. But it could leave, lead to longer longer wait times between matches. Although, to be fair, I don't think I've ever spent more than 30 seconds waiting for a Fortnite match to start. Like, it's insane how fast that game uh, finds 100 people to put together. So... Maybe that's not going to be an issue. Maybe it's not an issue at all. Let me know if you've been playing Fortnite and you're like, "Hey, everything seems fine to me." Then you know, let me know. I'm a number one. I got a message on the Discord from Pauly. If you want to join the Discord, you absolutely should head on over to runjumpstomp.com/discord and join that awesome community with all those fantastic people. Uh, Pauly sent me a message. Uh, he said, "Hey, Bill, been lurking here." and listening to your podcast for a while now, thank you for all you do. Wanted to ask a question. Not sure if this has been touched on in any of the older episodes or discussed in our other channels, but have you ever dealt with the issue that's being referred to as Joy-Con drift? It's where the Joy-Con analog stick would start inputting a direction despite being in the neutral slash idle position or continue inputting a direction after being let go. Pretty much all my friends with a Switch, including both Switches in my household, had this problem. Start occurring after one to three months after using the console. Usually a spray or two of compressed air under the rubber flap will make it go away. Um, But it's always temporary. If you've dealt with this, maybe you found a way to deal with it and figured out a more long-term solution. Under the rubber flap, I did not know. Th- I didn't know that there was a rubber flap there. Okay, interesting. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, Polly, thank you for for uh, writing in on the Discord. I appreciate that. Um, at the very beginning, when the when the switch first came out, there were some Joy-Con connectivity issues. This sounds like a different issue, but my response to both issues would be exactly the same. I would call Nintendo, okay? Call Nintendo customer support. Uh, I'm going to get you the, the phone number right now. Nintendo customer service, all right? It is 1-800-255-3700. I called Nintendo customer support when, m- m- when I had the issue where my Joy-Con didn't keep its connection. My son had the same issue. My my buddy, uh, another friend of mine, also had that same exact issue. And Nintendo fixed it super fast, like insanely fast. I got my Joy-Con back within maybe a day and a half or something. Uh, They don't ship it all the way back to Japan or anything. They have like a local center where they fix stuff. And I got it back real fast. I, and and not only that, but just the phone call. Being on the phone with the people from Nintendo. Uh, first off, they spoke perfect English. Uh, if you've ever had to call tech support for anything, you've probably dealt with this issue where you're clearly speaking to somebody in some call center in some other country and English is their second language. And hey, I don't speak a second language. Um. So I can't really complain that their second language isn't perfect, but I can't stand it when I call somebody and they can't understand what I'm saying or I can't understand what they're saying. So that always kind of drives me crazy. Uh, But Nintendo, that's not the case. They spoke perfect English. In fact, they talked to me about video games while they were waiting for information. Um, Like they asked me what my favorite game was and and it was clear that they were knowledgeable about it. It, it. it was a very good experience calling Nintendo customer support. So I would recommend that you call them and find out exactly what's happening. Uh, so, so that's what I would recommend. I don't have any other advice for you, unfortunately. Uh, so, But thank you very much for listening. Now, I was going to include... I have two two calls that I was going to include in today's episode... Uh, people who called in on the Anchor app. Uh, I'm not going to include that today just because I went kind of long and I don't want to extend this out. So I will use those two calls in the next episode. At least that's what I'm planning on. Uh, but keep those calls coming. I really appreciate it. Use the Anchor app. Find Runja, or find Nintendo Switchcraft. Make a call. Uh, just hit the voice, voice call button and hold it up to your face and start talking. Uh, and let me know what you think about stuff. Uh, so, I'm going to include those on the next episode uh before we get out of here. I want to mention a giveaway. Uh, I am giving away a uh, a copy uh, reaching for it of lego d c Super villains. This was given to me by a listener who is awesome, and they said, "Give this away. I had an extra, and I said, "Okay, cool." So if you want to do that, it's super, super easy to do. If you want it, this is just for listeners. I'm not tweeting this out, uh, but if you uh, like I'm not tweeting out the link in order to join the the giveaway, it's it's just for people who listen to the podcast. So this is a thank you to you guys. And if you want to do that, super easy to do. All you got to do is go to runjumpstomp.com slash nsc-lego that's N-S-C, November Sierra Charlie hyphen Lego, L-E-G-O, and when you get there, it's going to ask you for the password. The password is Batman. Uh, Enter that, and then it'll take you to where you got to go in order to enter the giveaway, and maybe you can win this very copy of uh, Lego DC Super Villains. I always want to say superheroes because the other games were superheroes, but Uh, Physical copy. Uh, Real quick, I just want to say U.S. only because last time somebody won something that was overseas, it cost me so much money to mail it, and I'm not doing that again. But I will have a worldwide giveaway in the future where it'll just be like a code that I can send to people. Um, But right now, that's going to be a U.S. only giveaway. All right, we are out of here. I think that's it for today's episode. If you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and uh you can also just review the show on apple Podcasts. that always helps five stars please thank you uh if you want more content like this head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows if you want to check out the music from today's episode it was by note block you can find it over at runjumpstomp.com slash music i'm out of here i will see you guys next time until then stay awesome